growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Neese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Okay, I am so excited, you guys. Today, we have a special guest, and it is Anna Perone. I'm sure you've seen her everywhere, and you are going to be in for a treat. So we're going to talk a little bit about her background and how she got started. It's a fascinating story, but Anna, I'll let you take it away. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. Thank you for thinking that I'm interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I'm very happy to be able to work with micropigmentation today here in the United States because I started out in Brazil. I'm originally from Brazil, from Italian family. And, you know, back then we didn't really care to, we didn't train on eyebrow mapping or hair strokes. It would just, the client would just come in and pick a color and the client would draw the eyebrow herself, how she likes it. We just print right on top of it. And after I moved here in 2001, I, you know, I was off and on working with this. And then I finally started doing this full time in 2014. And that's when I took some microblading classes, when I started doing more artistic work and not just that, also studying the chemistry and, you know, what's in the pigments and the colors here, you know, it's a whole new world nowadays. Like, it's not just, we're not just human printers anymore. You know, we have to really be not just artists, but also chemists and marketing gurus, right? Because (laughs) you can be the best artist ever if you don't have good marketing. I, I see so many beautiful work. A lot of artists wasting, not wasting, but, you know, spending a lot of time in in social media, posting, posting, posting. And honestly, I mean, I do have Instagram, I have all that stuff, but I have it for a reason. I have it mostly for my SEO, which is search engine optimization. I teach that too in one of my online classes, and that's Pretty much the main reason. Well, yeah, sometimes I get in touch with friends and colleagues on Facebook here and there, a little gossip here and there. But honestly, the whole reason why I have Pinterest, Instagram, I even Clubhouse now, I'm just learning how to do Clubhouse. I'm yes. not sure, but I know there's like a little bit of SEO there somewhere that I can, you know, take advantage and, and be on top of those Google search. Because, <laughs> you know, yes. honestly, I... When I started um, working here in the United States, you know, in, in Miami, mm. I have two big Spanish channels here. One is uh, Univision. The other one is Telemundo. Yes. And back then, I didn't even know what SEO was. I didn't even know. I didn't care if I was on Google or not. I just, you know, I just wrote my articles here and there. And I had all my social media and everything. And I would have some clients come to me, especially the Spanish-speaking clients. Say, oh, I found you on Google because I saw you on TV and you were in this show talking about microbiology. I was never, ever on TV, especially on the <laughs> You know, like, I mean, I speak Spanish, but it's not that good. It's, not, it's like my first language is Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. yeah. 
but still I was like, I never, you know, and oh no, but I saw you, I saw you. So what happened is indirectly, because my SEO was already strong, they saw something about microbiota on TV. They went to Google, boom, the first thing that shows is me. So I, <laughs> yes, before I even knew what it was. And then I met my husband and we started dating and he had a plastic surgeon as his business partner here in Miami beach too. And he did all the marketing. And then he started telling me, Oh, this is happening because of this and this and this. And then I started studying this with him. We even developed uh, a tool to help like not just my students, but also any artist, really, this too is a huge help for getting reviews, you know, especially Google reviews. Google reviews is a huge part of SEO. So, you know, there's like a whole, it's, SEO is kind of complicated, but you can't yeah. really put it in a nutshell. But yeah, the reviews is a huge part. It's not just because uh, you want the clients to see that you have all five-star reviews. No, it doesn't even have to be all five stars, but you have to have reviews especially for Google, because Google, whatever you do with Google, uh, you have your Google profile there, which is free, just like Facebook profile for your business is free. And you can post in Google too. Anything you do to like exercise your Google rights and duties, it kind of likes you for that. And it puts yes. you on the top and the reviews, like I can't tell my students and my friends enough, like you have to have reviews. Like I, my dad, you know, like that, ask your patients for reviews. Yeah. And Oh, you know, old school doctors, oh, so <laughs> whatever you need, that, yes. you need those reviews. So yes. uh, what we have done, my husband and I, well, I'm not sure if you're familiar with my app, it's called microblading app. We had it like since 2017, it's an app for uh, electronic constant forms and also drawing. Um, so we had the app for a while and the app was a big success. We have like 30,000 artists from all over the world using the app. Awesome. See how we can help our students, especially our students, because they are like, okay, I did the course. Now what? How do I get clients? And we're like, uh, mm, I don't know. Call your friend, call your grandma, word of mouth. And it's, you know, since we're like in a big city, you know, LA, Orange County, Miami, New York, especially in a big city, you can't just go word of mouth anymore. You need to be present in the internet. You need to be able to be there, be that first person showing on Google whenever somebody sees something on TV and they put that, you know, even if it, it wasn't you on TV. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to just point out a few things that you said, and then we're going to come back to how the process works. But the first thing is, I think for so many artists, they want, they just advertise permanent makeup, right? I do permanent makeup. I do micropigmentation. I do microblading brows, whatever their specialty is, right? I do this beauty facial. And then what happens is just what you said. It is, I call it the research trigger in that people start to go and, or the research reflex, and then they look on Google. So if you're just promoting that one thing, instead of really promoting your business or how you uniquely do it, then they'll just go and they'll find what is the cheapest or what comes up as the most popular because that person has spent more money on ads or, or what kind of comes up first, right? Because they've had more. And so it's a good lesson in just really knowing how your brand is being perceived, first of all, and knowing that whether you're on Google or whether you've set these things up or not, people are going to be looking, right? And then you're going to come, like you, like you said, you weren't even on TV, but they saw the, the microblading commercial or they saw an advertisement and then they went to Google and found you. Yeah, I will. So, you know, if you're not on that first page, 
If you're not on that three pack, now three pack, I'm sure you know what it is, but I'm going to explain to who's yes. that. Three pack on Google is basically those three first businesses that show on the first page when they show the little map in there and then they show like three first business, that's where you want to be. And you yes. can be there. You can pay a lot of money to be there on by paying for Google ads, which can add up. Yes. Or you can be there for free if you right. really invest and in your time and a little bit of your money on SEO. And yes. And now which one do you recommend? Do you recommend like, let's just say for the, let's, let's do two plans. Like let's do the starting artist that is, or beauty professional. That's like, I have very limited funds. You know, I I don't know that I can do ads because I'm also not sure how to do ads and they don't want to, you know, get, go down the rabbit hole of learning it or get taken for a ride. So what are the first steps that they need to know for that beginning artist with Google search and really it could be just search on any platform, but Google is the giant. So let's talk about that. Yeah, one. like 90%, 99%. Yeah. <laughs> we say we have a joke that when Google is down is when they have a party at Yahoo and Bing. Like, <laughs> yes. So what I advise, first thing that they can do, which is easy, it's free, is before you even go there and create a Facebook page for your business, which is also free, I recommend they go and create a Google My Business page for their business, which is just like, um, you know, face, it's very easy, like fill in the blanks, put the picture. The only thing that's kind of annoying is that you have to wait for Google to send you a postcard via the regular mail with a verify verify. and you have to be in in the lookout because it looks like junk mail. It's like some little postcard, but you need to, otherwise your Google, my business listing is not going to be there. The second thing immediately after you verify your Google My Business is to get those reviews. And in the beginning, you know, maybe you don't have that many clients or you have, you know, just if you're doing the models, just to build up your portfolio, get the models to review you, you know, get your teacher to review you that you did well in class. So it's very, very important to get the reviews. And it's very difficult too, though, because you know how it is. Like you call the client, hey, did you like your brows? Okay, I can leave it. Yeah, yeah, I'll leave it today, I promise. And then you call again, hey, you didn't leave the review. Yes. yes. Can you yes. do it today? Yeah, sure, I do it today first thing. Just let me have some lunch and then th- let's do it. And then you know, that's the most difficult thing is, collecting those damn reviews. Yeah. But we created this tool, which we will add it to the microblading app in the future. In the oh, okay. near future, hopefully, as an extra feature, is basically a tool that asks for review from the client. But it's not like this email and text message like, oh, thank you for coming. Please review us on Google or please review us on Yelp. It's something much more interactive. It's like a cute little chatbot that once you upload your client list in there, the chatbot will send a text message and, and talk to the client and interact in a human level, show pictures and show little GIF animations and videos and, you know, ask the client, oh, by the way, did you like it? The client, you know, can click yes or no. And once the client click yes, hopefully the bot's like, oh, can you leave a review? The client, yeah, sure. Like, oh, can you leave a review? Okay, here it is. Can you leave it now? <laughs> Got it, got it. And it's okay. been working amazing so far. We were testing on our businesses. We have not just the microblading business, we also have a med spa. We do a lot of cool sculpting. So we've been testing with our business, with our students, with our students' business. And it's been like 
it's insane the conversion rate for the for the reviews with this little chatbot that we we created now and it's super duper cheap i mean if you go and compare it to the other services we tried all the you know we all this marketing stuff before we even thought about creating it we used it we pay for it we pay for ads back in the day we you know we still do sometimes if we have some special thing going on that we have to advertise you know some special class like tomorrow i'm going to Omaha to teach a class there for the first time. Mm. So, you know, I'm, nobody knows who I am in Omaha. So we were kind of like doing little ad here and there, here and there to get students to come to my class in Omaha, my first class there. Nice. But yeah, so this too, though, with the reviews is super important because it's like effortless. It's effortless yeah. in the, you know, you don't have to be calling, following up. And then yeah. you know how clients are. Once you call and talk to them, they start talking, oh yeah, by the way, my husband this and my son, and what are you going to do for Halloween? And then it's not productive. You know, of mm-hmm. course it's nice to check on the client once in a while, see how they are. But this review bot is, it's really, it's godsend. It's not because mm-hmm. My husband and I, <laughs> but it's, it, you know, if you check all the other services, they send like, it's like two, $300 per month, if not more for them to send a text message or email. I mean, who reads emails, right? I'm not a big fan of emails. Yeah. For me nowadays, like I have so many emails, you know, I have one email account that's just for junk that I go there once in a blue moon to see if there's anything important there. And then I end up getting a bunch of junk in my normal email too. I'm like, where did this come from? I thought I had an email just for junk. So it's, you know, I don't, it does work sometimes, but I think text message, you can't beat text message, you know? Okay. So they're going to, first, you guys, you're going to set up your Google account if you haven't already. Next, you're going to get those reviews. And what she's saying here is Anna saying, you need to have a system. You need to have it. And this is something I preach too. You need to have a system so it's automated because we all know, just like she said, it's kind of can feel uncomfortable. You don't want to stalk them or keep asking them, but reviews are social proof, right? It's the lifeblood of our businesses, especially because we're not really in the beauty industry we are in the trust industry, right? We are in the, or I should say, we are in the beauty industry, but we are in the trust business, right? We need to build trust because we're doing things on people's face. So now she said, next thing is you're going to get those reviews and you want to have a system for following up with those clients, especially when they're at that peak of excitement. There's like this bell curve of buying things, right? We all know when you first buy something or when you first get a beauty service, you're so excited. And then, you know, after you have it for a while, you might take it for granted or the excitement definitely starts to wane. So we want to get them early on, have a system for it. Okay. Now what next do they need to do? So just a little reminder too, that the reviews are also important for something that you and I, like regular people don't see what's in the back what's in the backstage. Yes. Those are extremely important for SEO. Okay. Talk so, about that. Why, how does that work? Can you tell so us about that? Here's the thing. SEO, search engine optimization. It's kind of a mystery. You know, there's many things. I tell my students, like, don't worry about social media so much, you know, focus on Google because most of SEO is from Google search engine. If your future prospect client wants to get service that you offer, they're not going to go to Facebook and look for it in Facebook. They're not going to go and look for it in Instagram. Instagram and Facebook, they are social media. They're not search engines. 
the, you know, Facebook does have reviews, but Instagram doesn't even have reviews. So whenever you're looking for something, you ask Siri, right? Or you ask Alexa, or you just go on Google and search for it. Yes. So if I usually, when, we're, when I'm teaching the class, I show the back end of my website, for example. I show to my students, look how many people are coming from Google and look how many people are coming from Instagram and social mm -hmm. media. Social media is more for the client to go and see how many people are following you or, you know, your latest work or how you, you interact with clients, asking questions, but they find you in Google. They That's where people search for stuff. They search for housekeeper. They search for microblading. They search for food. They search for travel. They search for anything, you know, mm -hmm. education. So um, when it comes to SEO, not in my opinion, like, Google is pretty much king, but there's these little pieces too that also go in there and, you know, and like Yelp, for example, everybody hates Yelp. Everybody. <laughs> I'm not a big fan either, but it is necessary evil because it mm -hmm. all, even though it doesn't belong to Google, because Google has their own review system, right? Yelp also shows there, like if you go and you search, for example, for microblading in Miami, you will see my business listed, not just on the three pack, Remember the three pack? Yes. Not just the top. But also in the, you know, below it's going to show my Yelp there. It's going to show my Facebook page there in the first page. And that first page of Google, the three pack, super important. But that first page, that's where people are going to, that's where you're going to get clients. If you're on the second page, nobody goes past the second page. You know, that first page is very important. And if you're doing your SEO right, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Just get your Google My Business profile, post some things here and there on Google, get those reviews. Reviews are a huge part of SEO. And again, it's something that like, oh yeah, review is good to, to look good because you have five stars. Oh yeah, the clients see they have. But in reality, that reviews are also a building block to your SEO in the back, in the background. Got it. Yes, right. got it. Yeah. Because okay. they always think, okay, I don't, maybe they're saying I don't have time to do a blog. Is that something that is part of your system? Like, you know, the blogging and the keywords and things like that. It's you know, always important. Yes. It's always mm -hmm. important to have SEO friendly websites. You know, you have the very easy build it yourself free websites. They're not always SEO friendly uh, because they bring the traffic to their website, not to you. Mm -hmm. But that I teach in my class. It's a little, you know, tip of the iceberg. Okay. I, my class too, which websites are SEO friendly that are also free. You don't have to pay an arm and a leg to have, you know, some guy make a beautiful website. Sometimes you see some websites are beautiful, April. Oh my gosh, all the bling blings and the colors and the yes. fancy. And then you go and you check the website speed and it's super slow because of all that bling bling and all that fancy stuff. And guess what? Google hates it. Mm. and put you way back there so there's a, a lot of things but one of the main things really is having your google my business profile posting getting the reviews because the more people review you too it's not even that they leave a review there and it, it builds your seo and it builds your confidence for your clients but it also it means that people are clicking 
on your Google profile. So they're going to your Google profile. The more people seeing your website, the more people clicking on your website, staying longer on your website, staying longer on your Google profile, the more also builds your SEO, the more Google see you important. So you must be on first page. Yes. Okay. So just to clarify, are you talking about the website builders like Wix or Squarespace, or I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. I can't think of the other names. You're saying those are not so great for SEO. Maybe they need to, it's better to have like a WordPress site or somebody that builds it. Yes. WordPress is good. My favorite these days is the Mobirize because it's all about mobile. You know, it's... Oh, that's the name of the platform. Yeah. Mobirize. Uh, it's it's kind of like a WordPress, but it's called Mobirize, which is... Okay. And also like, you know, even getting ahead of myself, also AMP, which is the future, which is super duper fast. It's like CNN websites that you scroll through all the news. That's AMP website. Oh, okay. Not pretty. CNN website's not pretty, but Google loves it. Google wants to be the best. It is the best search engine. It wants to be Monopoly, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or something. But it does so by improving the user experience. So for example, if Google sees that people go on your website and they don't spend too long there, they just, it's called the bounce rate, right? Yes, go right. In, go out, they put your website on the poop list. <laughs> yes, so it's not going to get the same amount of traffic. Yeah, if they see that your website's taking too long to load or it's not mobile friendly, because most people nowadays, they're checking out everything on their phones. Nobody's in the computer anymore. So Google wants, the AMP thing right now is huge with Google because it's it's for mobile devices. It's mm-hmm. websites, they're made, you know, functional and fast. Loading speed is like the lightning speed. Ooh, I love the inside tips. Yes. Now we're moving on to more, I don't even want to say more experience, but let's say this is, now we're talking about an artist and beauty professional that has a bigger budget. They're ready to really put more time and attention into building their marketing. Okay. And that could be at the beginning or that could be in the middle or advanced. And what are the things that they need to know when it comes to maybe the, some key points on SEO in advertising and Google AdWords and things that they might not know? So it's like the rabbit hole goes really deep, right? (laughs) The basics, of course, Google My Business, the Google reviews and everything, and then go beyond that by hiring a firm. It's not like expensive, really. We have actually service that does it for us. It's really, really called SEO CPR. It's really affordable. But of course, there's expensive and there's cheap. It depends. But what they really want to do is invest in content, write blogs, keywords, and all that stuff. Invest in backlinks. Backlinks is um, something that you can purchase or you can earn it. Basically, it's when people from another popular website, another Google-loved website, refer to your link and then you refer to them and back forth. So it's there's a lot of groups in uh, Facebook for SEO groups and marketing groups that they kind of like sell to each other backlinks, but you have to be careful not to buy the wrong stuff because you can, there's a thing called white hat and black hat SEO. So the white hat is when you're doing, you know, the right things, legal things. And the black hat is when uh, you're buying like a bunch of fake Chinese backlinks. 
you know, the, mm-hmm. to do with microblading, They're just some website there, just so I can have backlinks. And this happened not too long ago. One of my competitors here in Miami, I'm not sure, I cannot tell you for sure, but it looked to me like she was buying the black hat SEO backlinks because she was like on top, on top, on top, all of a sudden, poof, disappeared. Hmm. She has 300 more reviews than I do. So are they fake links or they're just like, you know how people used to buy and hopefully nobody's doing this anymore, but for a while people were buying like Instagram followers, right? And then the followers, it looked like you were really popular. They're bots. Followers are like in other countries and so they're not your clients. And then anybody that is doing this, right, they bought them. The reason why you don't want to do that is because you want profits, not popularity. And you get punished. You get punished by Instagram. You get punished you get, by Google. right. You get punished, and then also when you want to run an ad to your target, let's just say now you've built up your audience and you have. So now that you've built up an audience with your social media following, and then you want to run an ad to them on Facebook or Instagram, you are running an ad. You're paying to run an ad to all of these fake followers. So then you're really going to hurt yourself. So I'm sure you guys know that's a separate subject. Don't buy the fake followers. But this is, she's saying the same thing. Anna's saying, don't buy the fake links. And they probably wouldn't know if they were even buying these fake links, right? How would someone know? So you have to make sure, like, for example, you work with microblading or PMU, micropigmentation, and, you know, then you go and move buy a bunch of backlinks from mechanics, MechanicsRUs.com or Lamborghini.com or some websites that have nothing to do with what you do, you know? So they have to be mentioning you in their website, like Beauty Bazaar or Moms of the World or Alopecia Sufferers, you know, like anything that has to do with your website. It's it's like uh, less is more, you know, like the quality over quantity. You can yeah, have- so you want to make sure. How would they know? But how is there a way that they would know that they're get they or do they need to go and check each link? There is a way that yes, there is a way uh, you can hire a company or a service to see what are the backlinks to your website. You can also download an app called Google Analytics. Yes. Which, analytics yeah which you see who is coming from where you know yes people, i can see mine there's like most of the people coming from google like i don't know thirty thousand people a month coming from google or something and yes. i'm not placing any ads you know i was yes. placing right now for omaha because of i'm going to go teach there tomorrow but usually here at home i don't i used to in the beginning when i wasn't you know known yeah. or when yes. i started Training here in the beginning, I used to, but lately I, I don't even need to spend money with ads anymore because people yes. just, just come. Yeah. And so then they can also buy those white links you were saying, which are legitimate ads, like for like a mom blog or a beauty blog or something like that, which then they'll be linked to that website. You can buy it. Or you can also get it for free, depending, you know, you start to write your content, people start to read and yes. connect. It's kind of like a PMU conference, you know, you can mm-hmm. buy it in there or you can buy right. it once you become, you know, friends with the organizer. It's kind of like that. It's like, and also another thing that I wanted to tell you before I forget, before I get carried away for those events, you know, when I was talking about the, the backlinks to, there is something called guest blogging. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I am sure you're familiar with that. So there's another thing too that you want to do 
And this, again, you can do it yourself by learning how to do it, or you can get help from people that work with SEO. And, you know, the people that work with us with local SEO, they have different prices, you know, from thousands of dollars, depending on your niche, you know, like, for example, if you're trying to work with co-sculpting, co-sculpting is a more expensive ticket. Mm. So, you know, like I would pay more for a guy working for me for, to help me with SEO for co-sculpting than for microblading, which is a little bit cheaper. So mm-hmm. it depends. And also, you know, again, like with everything, it's all about reviews, not just for the back end of Google, but also for you. Like I, I have some students that are oh, should I go take a class with A, B, and C? I don't know, check their Google reviews, check their Yelp, check their Facebook reviews, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, I just see a lot of people saying good things about them in Facebook that doesn't really mean much to me because if they you don't even have Facebook reviews, like maybe you don't like Google or you don't know about SEO, but you don't even have Facebook reviews. Like that goes also for your SEO, by the way, Facebook reviews. Right. Google reviews are more important. So they're going to check their Google analytics and you can even have somebody set that up. And in fact, if you start advertising with Google, Google has people that will help you. They have specialists that will... Yeah come in and for free, actually, because, you know, all of these platforms, just like Facebook has somebody that have Facebook ad managers that will reach out to you because they want to help you spend your money. <laughs> right. One more thing I wanted to say for not to be like repetitive about the review thing is that a lot of people hate Yelp. God knows me too. Everybody like, Ugh. but like I said before, it is a necessary evil, especially mm. now Apple is trying to kind of like take over Google when it comes to the search. I don't know if you noticed, if you have an iPhone, usually when you, in in the past, used to go and ask Siri for something, Siri would open Google right away. Now, instead of doing that, Siri is opening Apple Maps. Mm. Google Maps in the iPhone and there's Apple Maps and Apple Maps take their reviews from Yelp. So it's kind of like building the SEO for Apple Maps too. And Apple is really investing really heavily into taking over Google with the search engine. So, you know, again, make sure that you also have Yelp reviews. Yeah, that's a great point because these are two giant companies and Google came out with the Google phone, the Google watch, you know, all of the Google platforms, Google TV, all of these things that are coming out, which is then a competitor for Apple, right? So Apple is saying, oh, you know, when you have these large tech companies The thing is that sometimes we're at their mercy because, you know, I have to confess, I love Google. I love Google Calendar. It makes life easy. There are so many things that I use Google Documents all the time. I mean, I have, I'm really dependent and I I sometimes think, oh, should I be this dependent on, you know, one, you know, conglomerate? You know, I have Gmail. I have all of these things. I have my business hooked up to different parts of it. So, um, so I wonder about that, but these companies are competing for large shares of the market and attention. And so that's a great point of having the Yelp because Apple is now coming into this space, right? So, and like you said, it is a necessary evil because, you know, I don't know if you know, but even if you do not set up a Yelp page, your customer can set up a Yelp page for you. Now it won't be the beautiful page that you have I see that all the time, right? And yeah, so they yeah. could go on and start your page with a, or start your listing with a negative review. So you want to be in control with the message that's being shown on Yelp. And even if you don't like it, in which you know it's hard, nobody wants to play with that their 
their rules. They're kind of the bully of the playground when it comes to, you know, the reviews they show or, you know, don't show the good reviews, make you pay to get rid of the bad reviews. I mean, we, we know that there are, they have those things, but either way, the bully is there. And now you have to figure out a way that you can interact or get along or make the best of the situation type of thing. So I love that point that you had. It is so funny because I feel like you literally took like the words from my mouth. (laughs) What I say, like, oh, screw you up. I'm not doing it. Guys, you don't know. You have to have it because if you don't do it, somebody else, you know, you're like, your hater, your Karen, you know, like Felicia, mm-hmm. they're going to go and they're going to build it for you. And guess what? They're going to put a, put a bunch of ugly pictures, say it's your work. And then for you to get it back, it's a pain in the butt. So right. do it before somebody else does it for you. That's right. In a bad way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And now when we're talking about SEO and they're paying, you know, sometimes people can get complicated. Like, do you say, do you keep it simple? Like start with $10 a day and just a few keywords and, you know, and then there's the whole thing about paying for the ranking of your own business name. Do you pay for your own brand name ranking? You know, what are your thoughts on some of those things? So the first, you know, even for advanced artists that had their business for a long time and and people who are starting, I say, look, first of all, you do all the free stuff, reviews, et cetera. Second, you know, if like customers through the door like you need you know you need to make money now because SEO mm-hmm. is something that takes a little time building but you need the money now so i say mm-hmm. definitely invest in the ads but do it wisely you know yes. you, can, you can put a limit there of how much you spend you can do a research make sure you know make sure your ad has your phone number in there you know so people are not clicking it for no reason right because you pay per click so if they already see your phone number then they don't have to actually click Yes. So I tell, you know, my clients, my students, I because I have clients too, we have clients for SEO that we do a little bit of local SEO for. And I tell them you have to spend wisely, you know, like mm-hmm. make sure if you don't know what you're doing, maybe take one of our classes, maybe call us, we can help you, mm-hmm. you know. And how much do those services run for if you were to set up their SEO and maintain that? What, what's an average? I know I'm sure it, it kind of varies, but what's an average? Or what they expect? Usually to set up like a campaign. uh, And it's just, it's not just to go and get your money and make an ad and put it there. You know, we do the whole assessment to see how how the website's doing and what are your keywords? Who are your competitors? What do you have to do? What are they doing? So it's, it's a whole, like we do a little assessment first with a scan of their business on the SEO CPR. And that's just a scan is like $50, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. There is something that we use called the uh, Yext, which is kind of like an automated SEO builder that we have our clients um, put you know, their business name and address and website. And basically what it does, it makes, it, it gets all the information and populates like all these, call them data aggregators. Mm-hmm. Which is basically like Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Yellow Pages, you know, websites that we don't even know exist, but have the importance when it comes to SEO. 
It's, you know, they, it's like uh, they're mentioning your business and you have to, you know, it makes sure, first of all, it makes sure that all the information is correct. Like, it's not like you have one phone number for Instagram, another phone number for Facebook. So it corrects all that stuff because, the you know, it has to be like everything matching. Otherwise, Google punishes you for that. It's, it's a bunch of little things that we do uh, right now. So that's like the initial one, just mm-hmm. to get everything working. And you don't. And what was that to- called again? Yex? Yes, we use. How do you Yex. spell that? How do you spell that? It's kind of like Yelp, but like um, Y E in the end, it's X T. Okay. Yex. Yeah, and Got you don't it. have Yex. to let have it forever. Pay fifty dollars forever. You do it like once or twice. You know, pay fifty dollars until it fixes. After it fixes everything and mentioning your business everywhere, you can turn mm-hmm. it off. Yes. Got it. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, and we also have like we have advanced, you know, like if you need us to go and do the research and, you know, like more advanced stuff that's not because that's all automatic, you know, it's just uh-huh. it's automatic. But if you need us to do research and it's a little bit more expensive. So we start at, I think, 500. But again, you don't have to pay 500 every month. It's just like you pay 500 here, like first month, second month, and you'll set up. You know, then your ads, you can take over yourself really. Yes. Not hard. You can just limit and after, you you know, you do the the research with us and make sure that you get in the right. Because you can, you can be paying for ads. That's like a 0.0001 cent per click. Yes. So what? That's it's because nobody is searching for that. That's right. Yes. And so can you explain the basics for like, let's just say for people that don't know, right, there are keywords. So for example, you can go on to Google Trends, um, type in, you know, Google, Google Trends. <laughs> it's very, And then you'll pull up the trends and you can put in keywords. So for example, you'll see that there is the keyword microblading that is ranking higher than permanent makeup. Now, if you don't do microblading, if you're like, I am a machine only girl, you still want to use that keyword because that's what people are searching. So we always want to use the language that our clients are speaking, right? And then you can educate them on, you know, why you don't do it or, you know, your your stance and your position and why your process is better or more superior, right? But you want to have those keywords. So there's going to be the keywords and they're going to be, they're going to cost them more, right? You want to talk a little bit about how those, those words that people are searching for cost you more per click because they're popular. Yes. Uh, We have um... Very interesting case you're telling about people that, you know, don't like doing microblading. They just like doing machine. Uh, we have a, a girl that we started working with, very sweet girl, and in, uh, in the Bay Area there in California, which is very competitive. Mm. And told her, like, I know you don't like microblading, you know, you don't like, you like to do powder brown. Let's do it, though, because that's how you bring it on. Oh, no, no, no. I want to be powder brows only. So now she's number one in powder brows, but... She's doing really good, actually, which is a good thing. But I think she could be doing better. Yeah, just using that term. Like, we're not saying you have to do that service. Just saying if you're using that as a keyword, then people are going to click on your site. And then because remember that sometimes the customer doesn't know. They've heard the buzzword microblading, but they really don't know about it, too much about it. That's why they're searching. Or maybe they had a friend that had microblading, but then they're going to see your work and decide they want that. And this is, you know... 
no shade against microblading, whatever you decide, we're just talking about the marketing side of it. So what are some questions that they need to ask when looking to hire somebody like yourself, your company? What are some questions for, you know, setting up their SEO? Like what questions do they need to ask? Do you check my website? Do you check? What are some questions that they might need to ask? Like if they were interviewing your company for hiring you for doing their SEO? So first of all, it's all about results. So they need to ask like, hey, can I see an example of what you did for ABC Browse or whoever? Who is your client? Yes. Who is your client? Oh, we're not allowed to say it because privacy, da-da-da. Okay, uh, can I see, you know, numbers of how your ex-client, your private client was before Mm -hmm you started working with them and how long did it take for them to get that ranking? Oh, so good. Yes. Right. Of course, transparency is always best, but some big companies have big clients and they're not allowed to tell them. Mm-hmm. We're not like that. We're not a big company. We're a husband and wife. Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're a small business. Just like I tell everybody, oh, I have 30,000 people using the app, but it's, it's a small business. Like small business. Yeah. Text me whenever the app has a problem. They text to my personal number. So yes, that, yes, yeah, yeah. This customer yes. service right here. Yes, I, I get it. I'm a small business as well. Uh, when it comes down to the big companies, I'm sure that you know their budget's more expensive, but they're also going to do better. And but again, they don't have that. Trans- they may not have that transparency that we do. Telling like this is so and so browse. This is what we did mm-hmm. for. And yes. You can go talk to them and ask them. Yes. Have- ask for, you know, what is, what's the proof, right? What are the results that you've gotten for other companies? Do they need to ask anything about the process of ongoing or, you know, what, how that, what to expect or, you know, how, what they need to do or what do they need to be prepared for in terms of like setting it up? They need to be open-minded, first of all, because you know how we are, especially women, we like pretty pink things, you know, we don't, we don't like a certain website because it, it's fast. We like a website because it's pretty and we don't want to change a website. We took so long building, putting the cute little flowers in there, but your website sucks for Google. So we need yes. to like this and you need to write these words and you need yes. to be open-minded and listen to us and do what we tell you because we know what we're talking about yes oh but so and so has so many followers on instagram and facebook it's facebook not so much but instagram is an illusion like so many filters everybody happy it's that's not how you get clients by oh but so and so gets a lot of clients oh but this mega artist yes he's one in a million good for him very lucky guy or he knows something about instagram that nobody else knows because you know even if you want to place an ad on instagram it's 10 times cheaper than uh placing the correct google ads not just any google ads you know the google ads for a very popular uh word keyword like Mm. example Yes. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic point because one, first of all, you're saying that there were so many good points, but I'm just going to highlight it in case the listeners are, you know, multitasking, which, you know, if you're walking your dog or exercising or doing something while listening to this, here's, I want you to come back to what Anna just said, because it's such a great point. So first of all, you can have that fancy website, 
But if it's not converting, if you don't have the words that capture the client's attention and create desire and demand for your services, going back to what we said at the beginning, they're going to search for somebody else or they're going to price shop. So it doesn't need to be fancy. It needs to be effective, right? It needs to have the right words. It needs to have the right SEO. And then the second great point that she made, there was lots of them in there, but second great point that I love is, yes, there are lots of tactics out there, right? There are... Um, you know, there's Instagram and there's, you know, now TikTok and now the new one is Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse too, beauty marketing. And, you know, it's all of these things are ways of getting the client's attention, right? That's what we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to get their attention and then show them our brand and our value. But here's the thing. A lot of those platforms like Instagram, the reach is so much different, right? It's so much slower than it was Five years ago, if you got on that platform five years ago, you could have built up a following very quickly. And so there are principles like SEO search, just, just like Anna saying, that are kind of timeless principles in that, you know, we don't know that Google will still be number one five or 10 years from now, but we do know that the principle of people looking for an answer and then finding you is going to be there. And so it's looking for these things that are going to get you the best return on your investment, right? The best results. You know, I brought, I have like a tip too for the artist who's looking on who to hire for SEO service, for example. Yes. Ask the that company to show you some websites of their clients. And then, you know, you can check the speed. You can go and check the speed of their clients' websites. You know, how would that. they do that? I, I think we have one. It's called like speed optimization. I cannot think of the name of it. Actually, I think you probably Google speed optimization, right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. go to developers, um, developers.google, I think slash speed something. It's yeah. It's called uh, insights for speed. No page, page, uh, page speed insights. I think page from- speed insights. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have, oh, you know, oh, who are your clients? My clients, so-and-so.com. Okay, so you go and you go to the developers page in Google, which is developers slash Google, developers.google, something like that. And you check the the speed of that particular .com website. And if it's low, you know that, you know, the SEO uh, guy is not that good because the mm-hmm. page, you know, there's like little things that you can see. You can also see how busy the company is by just going to the, trying to book an appointment. If they have an appointment for tomorrow, <laughs> yes. they have an appointment for tomorrow or today, you know, they're not that busy. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Those are great tips. So oh, yeah. the final thing I would just want to ask is, well, f- just a few final questions. One, like just your overall business advice to the permanent makeup artist, the beauty professional that's just starting out. And, you know, um, especially I think, you know, obviously 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people. For some artists, it was like their best year ever. I know I have some students that are booming. And then I have some students like obviously in California, we've been shut down for eight months. And so, so it's kind of like, I I have, I have an artist in Florida and she's, it's like, we have feast and we have famine there. And, and she's like, she's on the feast. She's like, her business is blowing up. But so what advice would you give to like those that are just starting out, you know, some, maybe it was a, a difficult time that you overcame or just a lesson that you had to learn, just any inspiration or words of wisdom? 
The advice that I have to give to everybody, not just, you know, beginners or, you know, experienced artists is to let go of social media a little bit and focus on Google and, you know, get those Google reviews. If you're shut down right now, now is the time for you to get those reviews, build up the SEO. As I'm talking to you now, I have my iPad here and I'm checking out, I constantly check out uh, the stats on my website, on miamibeachmicrobleeding.com. And I see all of my traffic is organic because I'm not posting ads right now. And Just to remind people if they're saying, you know, where, where is she seeing this? This is on... It's an app called Google Analytics. Oh, right. Google Analytics, right. You're looking yeah. at Google Analytics. So once you have your Google My Business... Um, everything set up. You can download yes. the app, Google Analytics, and you can see where the traffic is coming from. If it's paid traffic, if it's organic. Right. Yes. What are the sources? Instagram. So I have here, I have Google, Google My Business, Facebook, Yahoo. I have my the website for the School Sweet Scholar Academy directly. Mm-hmm. Pinterest, Bing, DuckDuckGo, which is, I'm not sure if you're familiar yes, with Yes, I've it. heard of that. Yeah. I actually, I like DuckDuckGo. I don't use it as much because I just, because Google just kind of automatically comes up on my phone, but I love, uh, guys, DuckDuckGo is another search company. And I like that the way they have set up the company where it's not biased. And I can't get into all the politics of how Google is, you know, changing things. Google, like, for example, will bring their own things up before it will bring other things up. So, for example, Google owns YouTube. So that's why video will come up at the top of the search, right? So Google, you know, any company is going to favor their own company, right? They're, or their the parent company is going to favor the companies that are under it. So where DuckDuckGo is a non-bias as of this point, who knows, but uh, how the future will go, but it's a non-bias search engine. So I love that you brought that up. Yes. It's growing. It's growing. It's growing. Absolutely. Yeah. So after the DuckDuckGo, I, well, I, I, I let me um, uh, correct myself. So I have Google, Google My Business, and then I have Facebook, which is the mobile. Okay. Well, I have Facebook here twice, actually. So all the way in the end of the list, uh, underneath the DuckDuckGo, I have Facebook, normal Facebook, yes. computer.com. And mm-hmm. after that, I have Instagram. And wow. I have a lot of followers on Instagram, people commenting, people liking, people sending messages, tagging. You know, so you see. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the numbers are there, right? You cannot, we always say, if you want to grow something, you have to measure it. And so you look at the stats and that those will tell you. So that's really going to see if you're wondering where is my, where are the, who's seeing my business and where are, where's the attention coming from right there? She's showing you guys. I wanted to tell you one, like, I have like many things, but yeah. uh, while I'm here on my page, on my, on my analytics, uh, you can also see who is searching uh, from which operating system, right? Like if the person has an Android phone or has an Apple or a computer. Oh, yes. Yes. So when I look at the countries, for example, from the countries I have 5,200 people from United States, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then 360 from United Kingdom, and then 270 something from Australia, then 188 from Canada, then Brazil, etc. And then the operating system, I have 5,000 people searching from iOS. Mm-hmm. And then from Android, 1,400. So remember the 
Yelp, Apple, Apple Maps. Yes. So most of the people here in the United States, which is my, you know, clientele, most of them. Right, your audience. Yep. Most of them are in Apple mobile device. Yes. Not even Apple computer, Apple mobile device. Yes. Apple's trying to get, you know, get it. Yes. Little by little. Does it break it down whether it's iPad or or actual phone? Does it just say that, or does it just say because because Apple could be you know a lot of people walk around with their iPads too, so yeah, yeah, yeah. carry them right if they're like on the go. So the iOS could be iPad or iPhone. Okay, and yes. It shows me here uh, a- a- iOS, Android. So these are both mobile. I know that, mm-hmm. and then it says Mac Macintosh. So Macintosh, yes. I know the computer. Yes, Macintosh, yes. And then it says Windows. Then it says Linux. Linux. Yeah. Linux. Yeah. Yeah. And Chrome OS, which is yeah, right. Which so when you right. the iOS, you know it's it's a mobile Apple. So it's yes, could iPad could be iPhone. But yeah, mobile. so that's interesting. So you're saying there's going to be there's more Apple phone. I actually have uh, a Samsung uh, phone, but I use my Apple iPad for a lot of things. So I when I'm searching, so that's really super interesting. Oh my goodness. I love all of that. So I'm going to be mindful of your time. And I just want to say, like, are there any final thoughts that you want to give us? Where can they follow you? Where can they find you? Give us all the good details. Well, they can really find me on Google, but (laughs) also at Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You know, if you go on Google and you search for, I'm actually the name of my business, Miami Beach Microblading, very, you know, original, but... If you just put Miami microblading, you see me there, like all over the place. Maybe if you put Swiss Color, you United States too. I'm I'm there too because I'm distributor for 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 Swiss Color and trainer instructor. Uh, and of course, once you find me there, you're gonna find me on Pinterest. You're gonna find me on Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, all this stuff. <laughs> oh, so good. I love it. So awesome. So that was a perfect answer. Like that just summed it all up. If you want to find her, you have to Google her because she's all over. That, that's a perfect okay. example of walking the talk. And I love that. It was like, excellent, excellent, excellent. Everything, right? When people say, oh, I don't believe this. Oh, yeah, Google it. Google like, oh, you're not serious. Oh, this happened. No, no, I don't believe. You don't believe? Google it. It's yes, like, it's become a verb. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it, the fact verifier, right? Like. <laughs> You want to find me, Google me, you know? <laughs> yes, I love that. So, so good. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for not only your time, but all your wisdom and just so many nuggets, guys. So follow Anna, make sure you give her a shout out on social media or check her out, obviously, on Google. And she's going to have all that information for you. She's a wealth of knowledge. And thank you so much for this great bit. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.